It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to the Boston Bruins 5-2. The final score here from T-Mobile Arena. Vegas 30-21-4, and 64 points on the year. Just two wins in their last eight games. Tough one for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we uh, To break this one down, we head to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, I, I guess I want to start here with kind of the thought process or the feeling I had coming into this game was that the Golden Knights were starting to turn the corner, at least defensively, and that was feeding in a little bit of confidence. They were able to generate some some goals on the rush against San Jose, but you know another one of those games where offensively there's just not enough going on for the Vegas Golden Knights. Were you surprised by this game? No. Uh, I, to be honest with you, no, because the, the lack of offense has been a theme. The only team that they've beaten in the last 24 days is the San Jose Sharks. And when they have played other clubs, there have been some good moments and some very good stretches. But when you go from the fourth best offense in the league down to the 12th best, and you're not doing much to change the goals against average, well, it's not going to go your way very often. And we talked about this during the show, that the Knights' defenseman production has dried up. It's now the second longest drought in team history. Eight consecutive games without a goal from the defenseman. Only once before have they gone longer. Nine games in a row without a goal from the defenseman, and that was in October of 2018. In other words, early on this year, when they were putting up, on average, four goals per game, a lot of it was coming from the blue line. And that has not been happening. And as a result, they uh, have not been uh, winning as often, and they clearly leaned on that blue line production. They were right up there with the Colorado Avalanche in terms of goals and points from defensemen. So as much as you talk about Pacioretty and Stone being out and you would love to have the offense from those guys, obviously they've added Jack Eichel. It's not clicking right now between Jack and Stevenson and Dodonov. That's obvious. But um, in the absence of different parts of the forward group scoring goals, you were accustomed to getting one at least every game or so from the blue line. And that simply has not happened during this stretch of eight games. And you just pointed out, Ryan, that only two wins in those eight and no goals from defensemen in those eight. And that's part of the problem. But again, given the way that we have heard this group uh, talk about the offense, they're scoring in transition. Eichel scores in transition today. Yeah. Uh, two of their goals the other day were in transition. The third one was not. But that's really it. Uh, it's, it's only in transition are they finding ways to score of late. You know, Dan, you bring up an interesting point there on Jack Eichel because with Dodonov and Stevenson, it just seems like that, that final play, right, is the one that they're missing. They, they can find ways to get to one another in the offensive zone, but it's at that point where you need someone to make a play and it just isn't there. From a chemistry perspective, like how, how patient can you be in this situation when the goals aren't coming, but you're trying to find that chemistry between those three players? I don't know, Ryan, but uh, Jack Eichel is coming to the podium. If you want to go to Jack, I think we could do that right now. Yeah, let's head over to, uh, let's head downstairs to Jack Eichel as he addresses the media. I mean, yeah, we're playing kind of like two games every week there. We're trying to get some mojo, but. There's also I mean, Jonathan Marsh so speaking like, There's right no now. excuses for our group. Like enough is enough. Like we can blame it as much as we want on every little thing, injuries or whatever. It doesn't matter. 
guys in the lineup, we all have to step up. Good teams find a way to win. We're not doing that. Chris. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Jonathan, you've been here since day one. Can you think of a lower moment than seeing visiting fans throwing hats on the ice for a guy who scores a hat trick? No, I mean, it's just, it's just hockey. I mean, guy has a good game. He has a hat trick. Every every opponent teams they have uh, every every team uh, that we face at T-Mobile they have open uh, opponent fans and like it's not the first time that I see it and it's just that's just hockey but it's just for a group we gotta take more pride it comes back to bases take more pride of playing 60 minutes and you know what sometimes simple is better and right now we're just complicated Jesse Jesse Granger at the Athletic Jacket. I'd like to ask you kind of similar to what Ben asked Jonathan about the offense, specifically in the offensive zone. It seems like in transition you guys are creating, but in the offensive zone, what do you think is just lacking? Well, we're getting shots. I mean, we're not not getting shots. I mean, look at the shot totals we've had over the last however many games. We're getting pucks to the net. It's just, it seems like we're one and done in the O zone. We can't create, like, momentum with shift after shift. It's like we have a shift, and they get the puck out, and then we're playing in our end. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like we're not able to build momentum in our O zone. I don't know. You know exactly what it is. I think we're all trying to find it right now. Maybe we're just being a little too static right now. I think we're getting a lot of pucks back to the point and a lot of shots to the net. But you know, we got to work. You know, we got to get pucks. Uh, you know, through traffic. You know, teams are blocking shots. It's you know, it's tough hockey this time of year. Everyone's trying to win every game. So uh, I think we just need to dig deeper and uh, you know maybe be a little less predictable. I think you know teams are packing it in and you know they know the pucks going to the net and they're either fronting it or. Um, you know they're blocking it. It's it's tough. I mean, you know we have a lot of really good defensemen that uh, you know can create a lot. And you know as forwards, you know we're trying to get the puck back to them and work with uh, you know work with them as a unit. It just seems like it's you know we're maybe just missing off. Uh, we're just maybe a little bit off right now uh, in terms of you know connecting on plays. But you know we got to stick with it. I mean teams face adversity. We're facing some adversity right now. It's you know it's part of the season. And um, you know we just need to find a way to start winning some games. Go to Dave. Uh, Dave Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Oh, nice. Uh, Jack, for you, there's been a handful of games recently, the uh, LA game, the Arizona game, Colorado, where you guys just maybe haven't shown enough uh, urgency in the third period, uh, either not you know, coming in a tie game, taking control, or, or losing a lead. Just do you feel like there's something missing in the third periods here recently? Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? Obviously, we, uh, you know, we'd like to have some different outcomes. You know, we're down a goal going into third tonight. I didn't think we were in a terrible position. You know, we get a chance. And, but, you know, we got to step up. I mean, you know, our power plays hurt us recently, and, you know, we were not scoring on that. And, you know, instead of us getting the next goal and tying the game, they get it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, urgency, everything, compete, it's all got to get better because, you know, obviously it's not good enough when we're not winning games. We'll go to Ben, and we'll end with, end with Dave. Ben Goats, Las Vegas Street Journal. Uh, Jack, you just mentioned the power play. I wanted to ask you about that. Obviously, you're going to jump in, in on that unit midseason, but kind of how would you assess where that's at right now for you guys? Well, it hasn't been good enough because we've had opportunities and we haven't created enough. And, you know, I just, you know, I think it's uh, it's tough. You know, we've had some injuries and we've had some different guys coming into spots. And, you know, this time of the year, you're not practicing a ton, so you're not getting a ton of reps in practice and building chemistry. And like you said, I'm sort of new to it, so I'm trying to feel guys out and, um you know, I thought we, we had a few chances tonight, but, you know, it's similar to our offensive zone. It seems like we're one and done and we're not, uh, you know, we're not sustaining pressure when we get the opportunity. And it's like, you know, we're just kind of letting them off the hook a little bit too much. But, 
you know, power play is important. Special teams are huge in this league, and um, you know, our power play has been over. And you know, we got to find a way to produce goals when we have the uh, the man advantage. We'll end with Dave. Uh, Dave Shanigan, uh, Jack, can you just take us through your goal um, real quick? Good. We heard that you didn't mean to do that. No, uh, I meant you... to do it. Oh, you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh... I tried on Lenny in practice all the time. No, I mean, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, I think they might have had a bad change there. And Puck comes out of the zone, and, you know, I just think I got to step on my guy. And, you know, just trying to go to the forehand, lose the puck, goes in the net, I'll take it. Jonathan, Jack, thanks for the time. Okay. That was Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marchessau as they addressed the media after tonight's 5-2 loss to the Boston Bruins. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights lose to the Boston Bruins. Let's head downstairs to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. It seems like it's kind of become a trend after the All-Star break, just kind of struggling to score with the ozone time. Um, again, lots of shots. Do you think it's a case of you need to do something different, or is it just maybe the execution needs to be a little better on what you are doing? Um, yeah, I, I think there's always solutions in things you can do better, and I, I do think it's execution. I mean, you know, they get a guy tonight scores three that, you know, had scored three the whole year up till, t- till now. You know, we've got, we've got some guys in some extended slumps there. Um, when you've got Pacioretty and Stone out of the lineup, uh, you know, you can't have multiple guys going double-digit games without chipping in a goal. I mean, that's the difference in a game like that. Two, two uh, pretty even teams, pretty tightly contested game. There's not a lot going on there. I mean, the the second goal is a tough one. It should have been. I thought it should have been a penalty on McNabb, you know. And they they score to go up two one, so or two nothing. So or the one was that that was a one nothing goal um, at the end of the first. But I thought in the second we recovered and played pretty good period. We we had some good looks, you know. When uh, you've got to stick it in the net, you got to give their goalie some credit. But we we've got to get some scoring, and you know. We were the benefit of some depth scoring early in the season that won us games, and tonight we were on the wrong end of that. Their their depth scoring won them the game. We'll go Ben, Dave, then Ken. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. Ben Goats, Las Vegas for you, Journal. You mentioned some guys and long goal streaks. I mean, are you sensing some guys getting tight or maybe squeezing the sticks a little bit right now? Yeah, I think it's impossible not to. Um, but, there, you know, there's no solution to it. You look at a guy like Riley Smith who's, who's scoring now, he went a long period without it. You got to you got to keep working. You got to keep going to the well. You got to keep shooting the puck. You got to keep going to those tough areas. Um, you know you can't let it affect you as much as as tough as that is. And you know we've got some guys there that uh, that it's affecting. And and we've got to get you know you got to get. There's no hiding from the fact we got to get a power play goal. We haven't. It feels like forever we haven't had one. So you know we got to. We got to get a power play goal that usually gets you feeling a little better offensively. Good, Dave. Then Ken. Uh, Dave Shane, Las Vegas Dave. Review Journal. Uh, Jack scores late in the second period to get you guys two one. It seemed like there was some momentum, and then yeah. in the third period, it just didn't carry over. That seems like there's been a handful of games where 
you know, either there hasn't been enough urgency in the third or somebody just maybe needs to grab the game by the scruff on the neck? Do you, do you yeah. feel like that's been missing from um, you guys recently? I mean, you know what, I, I'm kind of, I'd have to, I'd have to reflect on the, you know, looking back on it. I'm kind of in the moment here right now. I thought the third period, we came out with some push. I think Will Carey hit the crossbar. It would have been a 2-2 game, you know. Um, and then, uh, you know, our depth uh, lines gave up a couple goals, you know. And, and, you know, when we're winning games, those guys are the difference in games. You know, you're, you're playing from behind, so, um, you know, you've got to open it up a little bit. And, uh, you know, but, yeah, I mean, disappointing. I mean, we, we have... For sure, you know, when I think recently we have had opportunities to get points in the third period and haven't got the job done. We'll go to Ken. Ken Volkis in Mendot Vegas. I'm just wondering kind of what your feel was with the room now that you know you have another game tomorrow and, like, do you feel like they're in a good place to go out there and play a great game tomorrow? I would hope so, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we have to be. Yeah, there's no, you got no choice this time of year. So we got to pick ourselves up and look at the tape and fix some of the things and, and get ready for a huge four-point game tomorrow night. Go to Ben. Ben. Ben goes Las Vegas Review Journal. Didn't see Braid McNabb in the third period, just I guess what happened there, and is he going to be available tomorrow? Yeah, he left injured, uh, getting evaluated and pictures and stuff now, so I, I don't have an update on that yet. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight's game. And I guess the, the last comment is the one we're going to pick up on here. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Braden McNabb did not play the latter half of the second period or the third period did not come out for the for the rest of the game. Left in the second period, uh, Pete DeBoer said that uh, McNabb's status for tomorrow is... Uh, unavailable at this point just simply because of the fact that he's being evaluated might it work out for the golden knights perhaps but uh pete DeBoer said that right now there's there's no real update on Braden mcnab will he play tomorrow will he be available we're not too sure just yet but you know the the fact of the matter is this is a golden knights team that can't afford another injury they just they just simply cannot afford another injury and and that's the part that that i think you you know you look at this game on the whole it stings to lose it it was not the type of game that i think you were hoping for from the vegas golden knights specifically in the offensive zone but the idea that you might be without one of your better defenders in Braden mcnab at least tomorrow for a big divisional game against an opponent in anaheim that's trying to track you down in the standings um, that's certainly not going to to be a, a good development for the Vegas Golden Knights especially a player like Braden McNabb who defends so well in his zone and and a team that's that's trying to defend better that's looking to trend in the right direction that way you can't afford to be without Braden McNabb for an extended period of time take a break come back with the highlights next on the AAA insurance post game show presented by Dollar Loan Center this is the Vegas Golden Knights radio network We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Boston Bruins 5-2, the final score. 
30-21-4 and four on the year. 64 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. Take on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow in Anaheim. 7 o'clock puck drop, drop 6 o'clock pregame show. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way back to the first period, and for the early stages of the first period, it was dominated largely in zone by the Boston Bruins, and Robin Leonard had to make a big-time save to start the game. At the other end, Boston gets the puck in front of Leonard, and Robin makes a bad save, covers the loose puck. Several players around the crease. Robin Leonard opens the game with a big-time pad save early on in the first period. However, it was the Bruins opening up the scoring as Craig Smith took advantage of a Golden Knights turnover, giving Boston a 1-0 lead. Out to center, Hutton. Sandwich lost the puck. Back in. Frederick left side to the slot. Score! Craig Smith and the Bruins take a 1-0 lead. Craig Smith's seventh of the year from Trent Frederick and Derek Forbort at 13-18 of the first period makes it 1-0 Boston. We'd head to the second period, and early on in the second period, Robin Leonard, his two-glove saves would become our AAA insurance save of the game. Stripped from him, it's a two-on-one, left side, Frederick to the middle, glove save! Rebound is alive, another glove save! Leonard sprawling out to his left! AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you out smart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So big time save by Robin Leonard on Eric Holla to start the second period, though midway through the period, the Bruins would get an extended shift in the offensive zone, and Craig Smith would net his second of the game. Down to the ice went McNabb. Puck comes out in front. They score! Charlie Coyle made the pass across. It's another one for Craig Smith. Two goals today. He had one in his last 13. Nine minutes to go in the second period. Boston leads 2-0. Craig Smith's eighth of the year. Second of the game from Charlie Coyle and Trent Frederick at 11.03 of the second period. Makes it 2-0 Boston. Then late in the period, Jack Eichel would take advantage of a poor Bruins line change and score a highlight reel goal. Pass goes off of Amadio. Knights get it. Eichel down the middle alone. Slides it into the goal. Jack Eichel. And the Knights are on the board, trailing 2-1 to one with 2.26 to go in the second. Jack Eichel's second of the year, unassisted at 17.34. The second period makes it 2-1 Boston and gives the Golden Knights an opportunity in the third period, down just a goal, to get something out of this game. However, a little over eight minutes into the third period, the Bruins would restore a two-goal lead as David Pasternak would beat Robin Leonard. Hallett goes rink wide left, a late two-on-one. Pasternak stopped by Leonard, rebound, score! Trent Frederick went to the net. Whether Pasternak gets credit, we shall see. I think Pasternak thought it went in initially. David Pasternak's 30th of the year from Trent Frederick and Eric Halla at 8.14 of the third period makes it 3-1 Boston. With just over five minutes left in the game, after Robin Leonard would rob Brad Marchand, Craig Smith would get the hat trick. Now it's Craig Smith again, centering, shot, stopped by a splitting letter. Still in the zone, Carlo to the left, another shot, score! Smith from the left side, third goal of the day, and second hat trick for Craig Smith in a Boston uniform. 
That's Craig Smith's ninth of the year, third of the game. The hat trick completed from Matt Grizzlick and Brandon Carlo at 14:39 of the third period makes it four to one Boston. Pete DeBoer got aggressive, pulling Robin Leonard with just under five minutes left in the game, and Jonathan Marcheseau would pull Vegas to within two. Alex Petrangelo grabs it right point in front of the Bruins bench. The right side wall, Marcheseau creeps in and shoots. He scores. Jonathan Marcheseau. From the outside at the hash marks goes high on Swayman. And the Knights are within two with 3.22 to play in the third. Jonathan Marcheseau's 22nd goal of the year from Alex Petrangelo at 16.38 of the third period. Made it 4-2 Boston, but with two minutes left, David Pasternak would ice the game with an empty net goal. Petrangelo tries to keep it in the zone, lift it out. Here's Pasternak all alone to the empty net, rips it into the goal. The Bruins make it a 5-2 lead with a minute 40 to go. David Pasternak, second of the game, second of the period, and his 31st of the season. And they're heading for the exits at T-Mobile Arena. David Pasternak's 31st of the year, an empty netter from Eric Hall at 18-20 of the third period, made it 5-2 Boston, and all that was left in this game was the final call. Knights sent it in, Bruins cut it off. Out they go to center and Craig Smith. And the horn signals the end of this one. The Bruins beat the Knights 5-2. There you have it, 5-2. The final score, the Vegas Golden Knights drop this one to the Boston Bruins. 30-21-4, and 64 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. Back in action tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Boston Bruins 5-2. The final score here from T-Mobile Arena. Vegas 30-21-4, 64 points. Take on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow, 7 o'clock game, 6 o'clock pregame show. And that's a big-time game, obviously, for the Golden Knights. It's a divisional opponent points right now are at a premium for Vegas, a team that right now sits in the second wild card spot after all the games complete tonight. So, uh, you know, for the Golden Knights, points are at a premium. you got to find ways to win. you got to find two points. That's incredibly important this time of year for the first time really in their existence. The Golden Knights find themselves in a tried and true playoff race. And there's a level of needing to rise to the occasion. And, you know, I believe that this team still has enough in the lineup night in and night out to do that. However, you're going to have to find some un- some combinations at work. You're going to have to find some chemistry up front. And you need more than just one line going. And that's really it for the Golden Knights right now. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. You know, Robin Leonard uh, was was dialed in pretty early. I thought he was good in the first period, good in the second period, made a, a couple of big time saves. But you know the Bruins get some depth goal scoring through the first two periods of the game. Jack Eichel gets some life back in the building, which was awesome going into the third period. But I thought the question to Pete DeBoer was an interesting one, in that there have been times this year where the Golden Knights have had an opportunity in the third period to 
grasp the game, to take the game over. And maybe it's a product of not having Mark Stone in the lineup, not having Max Pacioretty in the lineup, not having guys that last year would seize that moment in the lineup. And I don't know if it's as simple to just say that that's what it is or not, but in the third period, the Golden Knights did have some looks early. Will Carrier hits a post. You have a power play opportunity with a Jack Eichel one-timer, Eichel setting up the Donov. There were opportunities there when it was 2-1 to one for the Golden Knights to tie the game. They weren't able to execute. They weren't able to do it. And then Boston turned it on when they needed to. Boston found that next level, and they found it from one of their best players in David Pasternak. And that's the difference in the game. That's the margin for error. That is the difference between winning and losing. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The extended post game show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-2, the final score. The Boston Bruins defeat the Vegas Golden Knights, 5-2, the final score. Vegas falls to 30, 21 and 4, 64 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll take a look real quick at the standings right now in the Pacific Division because I know everyone's going to be clued in on what it looks like right now for Vegas. Now, the Golden Knights are in the second wild card spot right now with 64 points. The Edmonton Oilers leapfrog the Vegas Golden Knights. They are in third place in the division, L.A. second place with 65 points, and Calgary atop the division with 71 points. Dallas right behind Vegas, 63 points, a point behind with two games in hand, and then you've got the Anaheim Ducks sitting at 61 points in the, the fourth place spot looking at that wild card. So not ideal to drop two points here. However, you do have an opportunity against Anaheim in a four-point game to increase increase that that lead over the Anaheim Ducks, but quite frankly, it's it's important that the Golden Knights just find ways to win consistently. And I think that that's going to be the big question with this club down the stretch. Can they find any type of consistency the rest of the way? Injuries are certainly making that difficult. Braden McNabb left tonight's game in the second period. You cannot go through an extended period of time without Braden McNabb when you've already got Alec Martinez out of the lineup. So we'll see what that ends up looking like for the Golden Knights when they take on Anaheim tomorrow. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. I promise you, the next 30 minutes, we will get through it together. We will find a way to feel something positive going into tomorrow night's game. I'm not saying moral victories. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm just saying we'll find a way to get through this together. 
702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm going to say something positive in a second, but it's a, it's a call that I will make to also say I told you so because I got a lot of blowback 48 hours ago when I said it's a team that is currently constructed it is not a team ready for prime time, and we're simply not ready for prime time with the current group that we have. Uh, that's the way it is. Now, what do you do about that? Well, as Coach DeBoer says, you can't have guys not scoring for double-digit games in a row that used to score to get us to where we are and get us into the number one spot in the Pacific at one time just, what, two short weeks ago. So we aren't ready for prime time, but we'll get there. That's the point. I believe with all my heart and soul that we will get well and we will play well. Now, the good news before you comment, and your, your comments are what I hang on to all the time, yours and Darren's and Chris's, uh, is this. Six of the next seven games, are while they're on the road, are also against teams that aren't in the playoffs, are not in the playoffs currently. Yep. We've got to get well. This is yep. the time to get well, don't you think? No, oh, I... I mean, you'd love to. I, mean, I don't see how we can help, but. I, when you say get well, do you mean play well or do you mean get healthy? No, because... well, I mean, get the two points in each game that you need. And you can't, get, you can't expect all seven to give you two points. But what I'm saying is if, if we don't get two points out of the majority of these next seven games, now the panic button comes up. Yeah, I mean, like. You you gotta win games. Like I mean, no one's gonna argue against that, right? Like this is a team right now that's in a playoff race, and when you're in a playoff race, the only thing that you can control is your game on the schedule next. And for the Golden Knights against an Anaheim Ducks team that's right there, that's fallen off a bit, just like the Golden Knights have, these two points are at a premium. And when you play Ottawa, if Ottawa, if any team is below you in the standings right now, yes, you should get those two points, but. The fact of the matter is right now the Golden Knights are, are just trying to figure out how to put the puck in the back of the net. They're, they're, they're defending better, sure, but what we're seeing is if Vegas can't get to three goals, even though they're defending better, they're not winning hockey games, right? So, um, right. yeah, I mean, you, you look at it and you say, yeah, of course, you should be able to right the ship against the Ottawas and the Philadelphias and all that stuff. But, you know, these, these teams that are lower in the standings, they're playing for pride, too. And, you know, the Arizona Coyotes, they pushed Colorado to the limit. Like, this, this isn't a league where just because you expect to win means you're going to. And, and for a Golden, Golden Knights team that's fighting it right now, there are no guaranteed wins. No, I don't feel any less buoyed by the fact that we beat San Jose and didn't beat Boston. The fact is, is San Jose is the only team we've beaten in 24 days. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact of life. Now, yep. you've got to go out and get your two points against, as you just put it, every single team that's inferior to you in the standing. Whether they're inferior to you on the ice, that isn't even the point. If if you have a chance to get two points on a given night, now, what will heal it, of course, when we get to Florida and teams like that come St. Patrick's Day, are the fact that you'll have, I hope, Pacioretty returning, I hope Martinez returning, and maybe even Stone. 
Whether McNabb is a part of that or not, I don't know. But that's what's going to change things down the road. We just can't slip away in the meantime. That's all. Yeah, no, you're you're spot on, Mike. Thank you for the call. I I mean, you know, again, it, it, you got to find wins, and and I'm the biggest process guy you're ever going to meet. I, I talked about process all the time. Um, I think process is incredibly important because when your process is correct, you're going to start winning hockey games. I truly believe that. But right now for the Golden Knights, defensively they've been fine. The process offensively is not working. If it's not on the rush, they're not scoring goals. And the most important thing right now for the Golden Knights, the best case scenario for them going into Anaheim tomorrow is that they score five or six. Is that you get guys that are are, are really fighting it right now. Guinea Dodonov is fighting it right now. William Carlson, for all the good that he does in so many different areas of the ice, needs to put the puck in the back of the net. He just he just simply does. There was a play on the power play where Petrangelo slides a puck to William Carlson. Two years ago, that's a one-timer to the net, and it, it, there's just there's hesitation in the offensive game. So for me, like two points when you're supposed to get them, all that. The Golden Knights just need to win hockey games, and they've got to find a way to get their offensive touchback, offensive mojo going. It's just not there right now, and, and that's the thing that needs to be corrected the most. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, I'm good. I got two things I want to bring up. The first one, I don't know if you're going to push back on or not. Pretty sure you're going to push back on the second, so let's go with it. Okay. I speak for my Twitter group here. First off, Dudonov's got to come off that first line. He's not gelling with Eichel. Eichel set him up a couple of times. I don't know what the hell he did with the puck, but it wasn't put in the back of the net. I just don't think that he gels there. He doesn't, he's not performing well enough for the first line. You know, Rita, I, I'm, I'm not going to push back that hard on, on it. I, I think that, that from a, a chemistry standpoint, there, there seems to be something that's just not clicking with Dodonov, Eichel, and Stevenson. I think that, that the three guys are kind of deferring to one another, and, and you need someone to be the driver. I think Jack's kind of getting there, but, I mean, there been there were, what, three or four really good looks in this game for Evgeny Dodonov. He's fighting it, and, and until you get one to go, I you know... I, I agree with you. I think that maybe you switch it up. I don't know how much more patient you can be in trying to develop chemistry with those three guys. Okay, the second thing. Mm-hmm. This is where you've got to push back because it's your duty as taking the middle of the road here, but uh-huh. Spot's got to go. I don't know what the frick he's doing, but he's not teaching that. And I know people are out. Too bad. Yeah. Arizona hasn't even gotten 35 damn games without a power pipe. Whatever he's doing, it ain't right, and I don't think he knows what he's doing. You know, Rita, I, I and and I'll, um, thank you for the call. I, I will talk real quick about power play. Um, coming into the game, I wanted to see Jack Eichel with the Misfits and Alex Petrangelo or Shea Theodore. That's what I wanted to see. Like at this point, when you don't have a power play goal in as long as the Golden Knights haven't had one, load up your top unit, like. Jack Eichel out there with, with Keegan Colasar and Evgeny Dodonov and Chandler Stevenson. Who's shooting the puck on that power play unit? Who's shooting the puck? Like, I get it. You kind of want to balance things out. That's fine. But if it was working, that's the argument. Right now it isn't working. I would personally go with Eichel 
and the Misfits and one of your two horses uh, on defense, whether it be Shea Theodore, whether it be Alex Petrangelo, it doesn't really matter to me. But if you have Eichel and Marcheseau on the same power play unit, you know that Marcheseau is going to shoot the puck. You know that Jack has someone he's looking to find. You know where your plays can be set up and what you can do. I, I think that, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm looking at it from a little bit of a different lens. I'm being certainly more diplomatic, and, and I'm trying to kind of calm things down surrounding the power play. But when you have Pete DeBoer after the game say, you can't hide from the fact that we need a power play goal. Well, that, that gives you an indication that I would expect there to be some type of change in personnel on the power play for the Golden Knights going into Anaheim. And I think that that change has to be loading up your top unit, getting Eichel out there with the Misfits, and seeing if you can create from there. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. So I... Yeah, just the power play has been so bad. It's gotten to the point where it's almost like, can, can you just decline it? Because it, instead of giving any kind of energy, it really has just sapped so much every time. Yeah, I mean, you obviously you can't decline it. Um, we'll start there, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Golden Knights power play was going to be an area of focus all year long. And and I, I've talked about where I stand on power plays. I don't care about the overall percentage. I care about the context of the game. The Golden Knights second power play opportunity when the game was 2-1 to one early on in the third period, you absolutely need one there. You absolutely need one there because that is the difference right now between winning and losing. That's the difference right now between getting a point and getting nothing. So, you know, I... Again, I think personally, if it were me, and I'm not an NHL coach, I don't pretend to be an NHL coach, I'm not saying I know better. All I'm saying is, it hasn't worked, try something different. That's why I'd play Eichel with the Misfits and one of Petrangelo or Theodore. I, you know, I definitely don't disagree because as of pretty recently, it's been either the fourth line or the Misfits that have been getting goals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you've got to try something. But I will say that as bad as the score looked, this game, like it, it kind of sucks to walk away from it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, Robin had some great saves. Yep. And one of the goals he let in was essentially because he got spun around by White Cloud. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, After and then a there was save. an empty net goal. So yep. it, it's just, you know, kind of that. Uh, Rube Goldberg machine of unfortunate circumstances happening and all we can do is move on and hope uh, for a better game tomorrow yeah you know what thank you for the call Stephanie and and kind of to your point the Golden Knights only gave up seven high danger chances at five on five in this game and like I I get it you lose five to two no one wants to talk about high danger chances or expected goals or anything like that from a defensive standpoint in terms of defending Boston when they were in the offensive zone, the Golden Knights were okay, but the breakdowns, the turnovers, the transition chances that came from those were were too often, too frequent, too many. And, you know, that's kind of how it goes when you have a team that can put the puck in the back of the net like the Bruins can. Uh, you just can't find a way out of it. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie number 2. Hey, Stephanie number 2, how you doing? I'm doing, you know, all things considered, not bad. How are you? 
Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing well. Good. So, um, you know, I was talking with Mike um, on during practice yesterday, yep. and he had mentioned that um, nobody agreed with him. So, I want to go on the record and say, Mike, I agree with you. Um, I think, you know, I, that the top line. Um, yeah, at one point, do you say it's not working and we need to try other things? I. I feel like we're there, you know? Yeah. I, I do. I, I feel like at, at this point, and, and, and again, like, what do you do? How do you, how do you configure the, the lines right now? The, the main line that's going for the Golden Knights is the Misfits. Do you break that up? Because you're trying to put, say, Jonathan Marchessault along, uh, alongside Jack Eichel. I, I don't know if that's the right answer. Every time the Misfits have been broken up, it hasn't really been good uh, in terms of those experiments, so I'm not quite sure what the answer is, but I, I also know that I want to see something different in the configuration of the Eichel line for the Golden Knights. Yeah, I just, you know, and I wouldn't break up the fourth line either. I think they're yeah. gelling really, really well. They're, you know, Misfits 2.0 right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if you take Dodonoff and move Carrier, or I, I don't know, but I think... Something needs to change for sure. Yeah, Something you know we need to get pucks at the back of the net. I mean, plain and simple. Whether it's on the power play or you know just five on five. I mean, outside of the you know breakaway chances, they're not doing much. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie? Thank you for the call. Five on five offense for the Golden Knights. Zone time, yes. And I thought Jack Eichel uh, was was great at the podium tonight. And just kind of assessing why the Golden Knights are not finding goals in their extended zone time play. Uh, One and done. He used that phrase three or four times. Uh, He used it to talk about five-on-five zone play. He used it to talk about power play for the Golden Knights. And it's something that we've been talking about all year long. Perimeter play usually, but it's that first save that's made, and then the puck is gone. The Golden Knights are not able to get to rebounds. They're not able to make goaltenders work a little bit harder in those situations, and I think that's really the difference between why the Golden Knights are struggling to score in zone versus why they're doing such a great job of, of creating and, and converting in transition. Great call, Stephanie, and Stephanie number two. Thank you guys for calling in. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join me on the other side of the break. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the Boston Bruins 5-2. to two, The final score here from T-Mobile Arena, I promise. We'll get through it together in two tomorrow against the Anaheim Ducks. The Vegas Golden Knights will be in Anaheim. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Ryan. Um, first off, um, the goal by Eichel, that was sweet. Yeah. Uh, we went across the ice there. And then um, the other thing is um, the Flames lost, but I believe they picked up a point. Um, still, I mean, you have an 86 chance, 86% chance to make the playoffs, so mm-hmm. no time to panic and anything like that. But um, 
And for our stats out there, you know, on the hits, we had 25, Boston had 28, mm-hmm. shots on goal, 36 to 36. But um, other than that, um, I like the, the play tonight. It was it was good. Um, you know, the empty netter, empty netter and then the one that um, Lerner got um, hit by White Claw a little bit and got him off balance. Mm-hmm. So really, that was a pretty close game. And um, we just, um, tomorrow's a new day, turn the page and move forward. Yeah, know. You know, have a good night, buddy. Yep. Good Thank night. you. Thank you for the call, Fernando. Uh, I mean, you have no choice but to turn the page. You have no choice but to to look uh, to to the Anaheim Ducks. And you know, I I think again, like there are aspects that you look at this game and you say, okay, it, the Boston Bruins in zone didn't get a lot, but the mistakes the Golden Knights made fed their offensive game. And against a team like the Bruins, a, a playoff team, you can't make those mistakes, especially when you're not scoring goals. And I think that's kind of the big thing here is is that no matter how well the Golden Knights play defensively, if they don't start putting the puck in the back of the net, it's going to be really, really hard to find wins. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Lou. Hey, Lou, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, I'm not doing too bad, buddy. You know, I... Uh... I kind of want to talk about something that Dan was talking about in the post-game show, mm-hmm. and but he didn't expand on it the way that I am kind of looking at it, and that is getting the defense involved in the offense. Yeah. And what I saw tonight, the way I, I was sitting behind um, behind net, and there were a number of times when we had three forwards down. We were in the offensive zone. We had three forwards down below the goal line or, or, or near or around the goal line. The whole center of the ice is open up, and – the offside defenseman was never ever sliding down in, into like the high slot area. They it was like they were tethered to the blue line most of the night. Yeah. They were pinching in along the boards, but when the center, when the middle of the ice was open, and there were no Boston players kind of sliding out into that area, there were just there was a ton of open ice where if somebody was able to get that puck in the corner, and a few times they did, instead of having to make a long pass all the way out to the blue line. You know, have that guy in the high slot, and I don't. I just don't think there's enough of the offense right now running through the blue line. And I don't know if that's by design, mm-hmm. or if uh, you know the the forwards are so uh, discombobulated that they're just not comfortable using the the defensemen in the offensive zone. Yeah, I I, I think you know you're you're hitting it, you're hitting on something that I think is important for this Golden Knights team because. When they're operating and they're ticking and they're scoring goals, they have their defense active everywhere on the ice, right? You've got Petrangelo pinching in, playing below the goal line, trying to create. You've got Zach Whitecloud breaking back door in order to get an opportunity. I think one of the plays that you saw tonight that led to a scoring chance and probably a really good scoring chance for the Golden Knights was Jonathan Marcheseau going low to high into the high slot for Shea Theodore. And then once Shea Theodore got the puck, Jeremy Swayman makes a big time save. But you need more of that. And I think that's a really good observation, Lou, in that the Golden Knights defense needs to activate more in creating seams backdoor or seams to the the high slot area. I think right now what's ending up happening is the Golden Knights are spending so much time along the boards trying to pull the puck off the wall to get themselves into a position where they can make those plays 
that by the time they, they do it, there's either not enough energy, they, they don't have the right angle, or your defense maybe isn't in sync with what's going on on that play. Whatever it is, the Golden Knights cycle game has to get a little bit more assertive in pulling pucks off the wall and getting to the net. And then when you do kick the puck back low to high to the point, you either need to go cross ice and open up a seam, or you've got to get the puck to the front of the net quickly before the opposition closes in and puts themselves in a position to block the shot. The problem that I'm seeing right now is that when they do go back to the D, you just don't get those shots off quick, quick enough, and you're giving the opposition plenty of time to get in front, block those shots, and it leaves that really ineffective for the Golden Knights right now. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned something that, that I, I left out of what I said earlier, and that is those, those cross-ice passes at the blue line. And during in the course of any game, I'm yelling, shoot the puck a bunch, and the thing I'm yelling more than that, or as much as that, is cross it, cross it, cross yeah. it. Yeah. And again, that's just not there right now for whatever reason. Yeah, and you know, it, to 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 a degree, I think in this game too, like because of the respect that you have for Bergeron and 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 Pasternak and and certainly Brad Marchand, who can make plays high in the zone and turn it into some offense. I think it was a little bit more of a, I don't want to say casual game, but a little bit more of a conservative game for the Golden Knights on the on the blue line. Thanks for the call, Lou. It's a really interesting discussion, and it's one that I'm curious to see how the Golden Knights adjust and what they're able to get from their blue line tomorrow against the Anaheim Ducks. We're going to wrap it up next on the extended postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the Boston Bruins 5-2. The final score, Vegas 30-21-4, 64 points. Second wild card, fourth place in the Pacific Division. The Vegas Golden Knights will take on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow at 7 o'clock in Anaheim. Good chance to get right back at it and find a win and build some momentum. The Golden Knights, I think the best thing for them tomorrow is to find a way to put the puck in the back of the net and and certainly put the puck in the back of the net to the tune of three, four, five goals. And maybe, just maybe, if you can get a power play goal, that gives you a little bit of confidence as you navigate a bumpy and difficult intense final third of this NHL season. That's going to do it for us here on the extended post-game show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson, making sure everything sounds good. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping me on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. I told you we'd get through it. We did get through it on to tomorrow. Again, the Vegas Golden Knights will take on the Anaheim Ducks. Have a great night, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.